0: Hello and welcome to the She Reads Truth podcast. She Reads Truth creates beautiful, accessible Bible reading plans and resources to help you get into God's Word every day. Each week here on the podcast, you're used to us talking about what we're reading together as a community this week. However... We're doing something a little bit different this week, and I think you're going to like it. That's right. I'm your host, Amanda Bible-Williams. And I'm
1: your other host, Rachel Myers, and this is a bonus episode. Woop I want that to like echo. bonus. I know, I tried to episode. give you a
0: sound effect, Appreciate. but I'm not very good.
1: <laughs> I love bonus episodes because it gives us a chance to kind of break the routine and... I don't know, get to chat about other things, not really other things. We're still chatting about our love for Scripture and all things Bible reading. Yeah. But at the same time, it is fun to break the routine and get to just shift the topic just slightly. It is. So welcome to a bonus episode. Y'all who have been listening know that we just wrapped up our two-week series, Studying the Book of Ezra. I really enjoyed that series. And you may also know that we are walking towards opening the Book of Judges together as a community beginning October 16th. That's going to be...
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good one. Is that what you were going to say? Cause that's yes, what I was going to say. I,
1: I think you said to me the other day, this is one to read in community. Yes. Like you were saying, like, if you're going to read the book of judges, read it with a group of people who are also like reading it and like hands open going, like, what do I learn here? Like,
0: yeah, yeah. I think especially if it's one of those books that you've never really dug into, I think you're going to want people to talk about it with, you know, and you're going to want to, you know, people to kind of look to the right and left and go, okay, what are you seeing here? And what yeah. are you wrestling with here? Yeah. yeah, It's really rich. And I... It'll be
1: a good one to podcast through.
0: It will. Yeah. It will. We've never podcasted judges. So That's right. It'll be a good one. If
1: you don't have your Judges books, we do have a little podcast exclusive discount code. Um, so if you want to get a reading guide or a digital reading guide, just go to you know where, shop, shereadstruth.com. You'll be able to pick up anything from the Judges collection with $5 <laughs> off using the code judgespodcast Five, The number five. So Judges Podcast Five, $5 off anything in the Judges collection right now. So we're bringing to you today a special
0: episode that is actually a segment That's that right. used to be part of our podcast in the early days of our podcast called Beauty, Goodness, and Truth. That's right. We would sometimes say BGT for short mm-hmm. on social media and stuff, but we... We still talk about how we love to open God's Word and delight in the beauty, goodness, and truth of God's Word. Mm-hmm. And then we used to also mm-hmm. ask our guests and each other, where else are you seeing mm-hmm. beauty, goodness, and truth just in your everyday life or in Scripture, anywhere? Mm-hmm. Where else are you seeing? Because we recognize that all beauty is from God. That's right. All goodness is from God. All truth is from God. That's right. And and so our experience in the Word of God, we know as women in the Word, it is not divorced from our experience when our Bibles are not open in front of us, yes, right? exactly. That Scripture is for all of life, mm-hmm. and we see God reflected back to us That's right. in our lives.
1: It's that old Abraham Kuyper quote, there's not one square inch of creation over which God does not say Mine. Mine. <laughs> and I love that. And that's the reality. Like, open your eyes and, like, look wherever you are listening mm-hmm. to this right now and just, like, look at all the square inches. Right. And, like, hear God say, mine. And, like, look at the hard parts and the broken parts and not just the things that, like, would be immediately seen as beautiful. Mm-hmm. And hear God say, Mine, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, and so in that, like, it, it's this invitation, and it's something that we used to do kind of regularly on the yeah. podcast. And you know, sometimes they say, "Well, that book could have been a blog post." Well, we're going to take a segment and turn it into a whole podcast episode <laughs> and see how that goes. But this is a chance for Amanda and I. We've been. Docking them up. I mean, I feel like we've it's got. It's been also, a long time since I, we've done this. I started like listing them, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have a hard time slowing down. Like, this mm-hmm. is really fun. But it's a chance for us to kind of share some areas in our lives where yeah. we've been seeing beauty, goodness, and truth that points us to Jesus, and then I hope it's something that spurs you as listeners on to do the same, whether it's like a conversation at dinner or with your friends or on a text thread, like whatever it is, like that you, or maybe it's just you with your journal, maybe just like start to write down some places where you're seeing beauty, goodness, and truth in your life. And now I've kind of given you a call to action before we even I love started that. the episode, but be thinking about that. Yeah. But Amanda, I'll let you kick us off first I would love, like, what's the first thing on your list when you're thinking beauty, goodness, and truth right now?
0: So as I've been thinking about this recently, you know, kind of reorienting my brain to beauty, goodness, and truth as the the way that we used to kind of be on the lookout, right? Right. All the time. And so I've missed that. And I sort of thought about it in categories. What I love about this is that beauty, goodness, and truth are distinct and also Overlapping, right? Yeah. But I liked thinking about it as like, okay, where specifically have I seen God's beauty mm. or goodness or truth? And so that's sort of the way that I approached it. And the first thing, so beauty was front of mind. And the first thing that came to mind were green eggs. Would you like me to explain? Yes. <laughs> first of all, not I the not, not the no. grill. Not the grill. No. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. This is not not a sponsored podcast, or at least not sponsored by them. Although Listen. I'm sorry. We're not a post. Okay. So green eggs and also not green eggs and ham. Mm-mm. Different. What a treat though. However, I did not know. So we have had backyard chickens before. May they all rest in peace. <laughs> They're all departed now. But then we got a new batch of we thought eight hens. Turns out. Seven hens and a rooster, which has been exciting. Whoopsie daisy. Yeah. So Arnold and the girls. And so when we went to select our baby chicks, which was adorable, they had some that were called Starlight Green Eggers. Yeah. And they lay like green eggs. I'll take one of those. I didn't know that green eggs were a thing. You, you all, did you also know that lavender eggs are oh. a thing? And like peach colored and pink colored, I'm so curious about the chemistry in and just like Google colors yeah. of egg. There are so many beautiful eggs. The whole science of egg yes. making yes. is amazing to me, mm-hmm. and how strong they are and how quickly they're made. It's a whole thing. Anyway, our new little backyard hens, the two green eggers, they didn't lay for a while, and we were just getting a lot of brown eggs, which are also beautiful. Sure, but then what the a day treat. came the day came you got a green when we got one. a green egg and i just it's such a simple thing but i think that's what warms my heart the most is when when god shows up in like these just really small kind of quote mundane and mm-hmm. quote places where you're like wait a minute but really look at this yeah really look at like this is just one tiny Glimpse, yeah, of the beauty that I create.
1: It's this thing where, like, he, God could have created the world to be simply useful, but right. instead He also created it to be beautiful. He made it beautiful, mm-hmm. and in
0: places where it really, it really didn't have to be.
1: Yeah, eggs
0: don't have to be pretty.
1: Mm-hmm. It's so functional because they're already yeah.
0: like so useful and yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also,
1: as you talk about your chickens, I'm remembering David, your husband. I know that you know who David is, but our listeners might not. Um, I do remember him, yes. But he was telling me about this new rooster, Arnold, and like (laughs) that he was like learning to uh, what's the word? He was learning to crow. Crow. Sorry, I couldn't, yeah. I don't know why I couldn't But think he of sounded
0: that. like a teenager. Er, 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 er.
1: Yeah. But also, yeah, like, sort of at, like, the wrong time of day. Like, it would wait until, like, the neighbor's rooster crowed and be like, oh, so this is a good time? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Like, <laughs> I, got, just, I got this. He was just figuring out life. It's fine. And his fine. voice cracked. Yeah. And it was
0: just the cutest. I have videos, naturally. I mean, but seriously,
1: I can find beauty, goodness, and truth right there. Like, yeah. just start somewhere. Just so yeah. start, like, just try and, like, yeah. sound like Arnold the rooster. Yeah. But I bet he sounds a lot better now, and I bet he's a little bit more on schedule, which is amazing. He's learning. He's, He's learning. learning.
0: He's very impressive. He's very impressed with himself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is, that makes sense. Which is
0: also fun to watch. That
1: stands to reason. Okay. What's at the top of your list? I mean, I have like eight things. I know. I'm And so I excited. understand that I probably don't get to say all eight of them, and so I'm really struggling, but I'm going to start at the top. I told you, I think it was this morning, that sometimes when I want to think about beauty, goodness, and truth, I ask myself what I'm reading. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, it just kind of helps me think, like, where is my brain spending its time? Yeah. And one of the books I just finished, which I can't endorse out loud because, like, there's bad words in it, and there's some recipes in here that I wouldn't necessarily recommend. But by and large, I have just thoroughly enjoyed reading Taste by Stanley Tucci. He's delightful. I isn't mean, he? he's, and you know what? I really love to listen to audiobooks when the author reads the yes. book in a memoir setting. Me too. Like to me, like, or, you know, getting like Tom Hanks to read The Dutch House. Like, yeah. I'm going to listen to that because that's a treat too. But so Stanley Tucci reads his book on audio and. Like, is the coolest concept of like, he just like, hey, wait a second, like, before you keep reading, like, you're gonna wanna cook this or like, yeah. So, like, an interspersed memoir, cookbook kind of a situation. Ryan and I have loved it. We've listened to it together, but here's what I wanna say about it and as it relates to beauty, goodness, and truth. Stanley, I don't know if he's a believer or not, he does. A beautiful job of exciting the reader about the joy and the beauty and the goodness to be found in taste, in food, Mm -hmm. in flavor, not just in the personal experience, but in the communal experience of—it brings us together. And I mean, spoiler alert, truly, if you haven't read the book, I think that you probably—it's probably on the jacket. I think I can say this part. But in the story, he shares about how in 2021, he was diagnosed with cancer of the mouth. And had to go through really severe radiation treatments and completely lost his sense of taste and wasn't able to eat, wasn't able to produce saliva. And he gets into this conversation about creation in a non like from a non-Christian worldview necessarily, but he talks about how fascinated he is by how perfectly tuned our bodies are. Wow. That like we couldn't chew, we're gonna come back to meat. We couldn't chew a piece hmm. of meat. Yeah. Unless our salivary glands were producing the right amount of saliva to break down while we're chewing. And in this case, for him, like with all this radiation, he wasn't able to produce that. Like long story short, it was this beautiful reappreciation for me mm-hmm. of getting to like take that journey with him of, you know, like appreciating all the food, having it all be taken away. Having, like, being isolated to bed for a year. Like, all of these, like, really, really, really hard, horrible things. And then getting to, like, the kindness of the Lord, getting to be able to re-enter into tasting food. And, like, it was after that that he filmed the Finding Italy series for CNN. Mm -hmm. And, like, all of these things that you might not know unless you read his memoir. But reading that book— that was not written from, that I know of, like, a Christian perspective or anything like that, just called me back to the beauty, goodness, and truth of God's Word and creation and, like, God at work in the lives of people all over the world. And anyway, so that was, like, the first thing that came to mind for me. I love
0: that. It's such a good example of how, you know, the gospel is the story, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that redemption is the story at play All around us and in us. And that's such a good example of what it can look like to wake up to the goodness of God in the world, even if you don't know Mm -hmm. to name it that or want to name it that. I love that. It's
1: one other square inch of the world that God said that's mine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't specifically think through books, but I usually have a couple of books going and one usually on audio, a couple, you know, in print. And they're just like, what mood am I in? What do I want to pick up right now? And so I've been listening. On audio to Bono's memoir called Surrender. Okay, it's very long. Yeah, so it's taking me a while. Does he read it? He reads it. There you go. Which when you—that's what made me remember. And he also like you get to hear some music, and there's also like there's sound effects. It's a good time. It's a good. It's a. Audiobooks have come so far. Yeah, yeah, it's entertaining. But that you know he is. A Christian, he follows Jesus and his, you know, walk looks very different than mine, Mm -hmm. for example, but there's just the, and the stories he's telling are stories, of course, about his life and about his music and their band and all of that. But to see where his faith comes into play and how really pervasive it is. Yeah. How he struggles to or just not really struggle all the time, but like wrestles with his role as a child of God, right? And an image bearer in this calling as a musician and also as like a husband and a father. It it's just really interesting.
1: Yeah. Okay, so here's another one that was on my list, and I'm actually going to parlay it into two. Ollie and I, my, I think when this airs, he will be still 16 years old. So I'm just holding on, I'm white knuckling. 16 right now. But he and I were sitting in the car last night for a very weird reason. Both of our air conditioning have been out. And so we went and sat in the car to be air conditioned um, while we waited for Ryan and Hazel to come outside. And we were like, we're not waiting in here. It's miserable. (laughs) But we were sitting and I was just like chatting with him and just like realizing his birthday's coming up and starting to get to talk to him about his, what does he want to do for his birthday? Like, you want a birthday party, whatever it is. And it got me big picture thinking about the way that our family has learned to celebrate birthdays. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of families have probably learned along the years just how they want to celebrate birthdays mm-hmm. and that kind of a thing. It doesn't always have to be flashy, but it sure is meaningful. And for our family, I mean, I remember when he was little and it was— I mean, he was one-year-old, it was almost two, when we lost our daughter Evie mm-hmm. when she was stillborn. And I remember just, like, putting my shoulder into birthdays at that point, just going, yeah. like, leaning in and going, like, this is something that we, we can grieve and we had better celebrate. Yeah. And so just like a true, like, morning and dancing. Mm -hmm. and But sitting in the car with him last night in the air conditioning, getting to go like, how are we going to celebrate that you're turning 17 and getting to do that? And it was interesting. This is how I'm parlaying this into two so I can get down my list faster. (laughs) This morning, my mother-in-law texted me. Just a screenshot from something that she had maybe read on Facebook or I don't know where, mm-hmm. but it was the sweetest like encouragement from her about what it's like to uh, launch our kids. And, you know, that's the conversation that we're having as we're visiting colleges and these kinds of things right now. And so I don't know who wrote this or whatever, but the sentiment was thinking back to Moses's parents, putting him in a basket and putting him in the river and trusting him to Yahweh, just like oh. in faith going we've done everything we can like we know that like Moses's mom held on to him and nursed him or i guess didn't even nurse him it was like less than that because pharaoh's daughter this is our bible podcast where i'm getting the details <laughs> wrong of this story but well, we'll, you remember pharaoh's daughter had his mother come and nurse come him and nurse so him. it was pretty early in his life mm-hmm. but she just like she did everything she could to protect him and then the thing that she thought was the best for him was to put him in a basket And to trust the Lord to carry him in the river. And I don't know how solid that theology is, but in the moment when my mother-in-law sent that to me this Mm -hmm. morning, it was extremely encouraging to me that God is the God of that river. And he Mm -hmm. is the God of that basket, and he is the God of me, and he is the God of my son, who I am going to sooner than later— be launching into—down the river sounds like not exactly how I want to put that, (laughs) but it was just a really sweet encouragement for my mother-in-law this morning, just like that truth that Yahweh is—Yahweh, I mean, that's the theme of this episode, Every Square Inch, right? Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: one of the things, a place that I definitely rose to the top of my mind when I was thinking about where I've seen beauty, goodness, and truth in the last, you know, handful of months— Speaking of babies, I went to a friend's baby shower. And this has been a very, very prayed for baby. And so to celebrate this little boy, this baby, and this mama was just already so special to get to celebrate a baby that, you know, we didn't know we would get to celebrate. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you what happened at this baby shower. Because the mom was becoming a mom later in life. Mm -hmm. You know, she's my age, and she's having her first baby, and... She had such an interesting gathering of people. Mm
1: -hmm. You know,
0: like when you're a really young mom, it's sort of the guest list sort of writes itself. It's like, but this is just where people from different cities, people from different parts of her life. There was a woman there who'd known her since she was a kid. Wow. It was just really beautiful. And so because she is such a special human, when she was opening the gifts, she wanted to explain the way that she knew every person there. Oh, I love that. And so, you know, just on its face is so beautiful. But then what happened? It was so like sacred, like every person, it was an opportunity for her to speak just the value of each person that was there in attendance and what they have meant to her in her life, and for that person to do the same oh, wow. to her. And so it was just sort of like, hey, here's the Cliff's Notes version of how we know each other and what we mean to each other. Mm. And it was. Just so beautiful. I mean, everyone, it took Mm. a while. As you can imagine, like we weren't in a hurry. There were probably 20 or more people there. And so it took a little bit of time, but everyone hung on every word. Mm. And it was because it was so rare. It is so rare now, I think, for us to, in person, face-to-face, speak life and truth over one another and call out The beauty (laughs) and the goodness that we Mm -hmm. see in each other and the beauty and the goodness in our relationships with each other. And so it was just, I'm so thankful that I got to be there.
1: I love that.
0: It was just really special and really unexpected ways.
1: Not just special for the mama, but special for every person in attendance. We
0: all left just filled to the brim. Mm, I
1: love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was really beautiful. Okay. Give us a category, what you got over there, Rachel. (laughs) And Uh, then we need to do the lightning round.
1: Okay, here's a quick one. I bet you'll have something similar. One of the areas I've seen beauty, goodness, and truth, I'm going to maybe lean more towards beauty, but I actually, nope, truth too. (laughs) I was going to say the color blue.
0: I love the color blue. Right?
1: Sure. It's and I think my this, this could go a lot of different ways, but the <laughs> way that I'm taking this is I was shopping with my daughter the other day, and it was supposed to be about her, but I made it about me and bought a shirt for myself, and it was like this really good <gasps> ocean blue color. I know the shirt, you and know it's the shirt. so good. It's so good. And I wore it, and I think that every person I interacted with that day was like, that color is so good on you. And it It sparked this conversation, Amanda, between you and me about doing our colors. Like, what colors are. That's a thing now. That's a thing now. And you know, it's been a thing for a long time, but it's back in like vogue a little bit. Uh And it was interesting to me to like just kind of sit and reflect for a minute. Like, because I could have landed on like, oh, blue looks good on me. Great. And I have worn that shirt a number of times since. (laughs) It still hits. But I think that it's sweet to think about. The truth Mm -hmm. that we are just so, like, uniquely created. Yeah. Like, even, like, you and I Mm -hmm. who have, you know, 99.9% of every human we all have in common. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's that little, like, 1% that's different Mm -hmm. about us. But that different part is so special that, like— your colors are different than my yeah. colors simply because of, like, your eyes are different. Like, your hair color is different. Like, the color that is, like, in your skin uh-huh. is different. And it was just sweet to think about, like, celebrating, like, all of the differences
0: Yeah, that in us. So specifically made, so fearfully and wonderfully made mm-hmm. that there can be a science Created out of which colors look best right. on us
1: and how many colors on a exist. Person. Yes. I mean, we, it goes back to the green egg, but like, yeah, creation could have just been useful, but it's beautiful. Yeah. 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 And beautiful in different ways and different settings and different lighting. I just, I've enjoyed thinking about that. Lately. I love that. You got anything? What okay. You
0: got? Here's what I propose. Let's go. Give me the most lighthearted thing on your list.
1: It probably would have been the color blue. The color blue. Okay. Okay, give me
0: yours. Here's mine. Watching my boys play football. Yeah. And not for all the sentimental reasons. Those are there. Don't, you know, don't worry. Yeah. I get real weepy about it. Mm -hmm. Watching them work hard and do it again and again. Yeah. It's so simple, but it inspires me so much. Yeah. To just, I sometimes say, why do you volunteer to do this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But they just work hard and work hard and work hard for the reward of working hard and teamwork. Mm -hmm. So good. It makes me so happy. Okay, hit me with one of yours.
1: Here's the thing. I have um, really steamrolled my way through my list um, in a like, I'm going to say more of them. And so I have probably two left. Okay. One of them, and maybe Amanda, do you have one to match? Like one that's like the most tender?
0: Yeah, I have a tender. All right. I have a tender Ronnie.
1: I think I can make anything tender. So can you. But here's the like the most like personal to me and the most most tender someone that I love deeply mm-hmm. and have been praying for for a lot of years came to trust Jesus this summer. Yes. In a way that like I think probably convicted me in my belief. <laughs> Because I thought that this was wondered, just a, i thought I'd just be praying for him forever. Right. Is this ever going to happen? Yeah. Or I just oh, stopped real. even asking, or maybe even, like, help my unbelief, stopped praying. But it came out of what felt like nowhere in the sweetest—like, just the Lord is good. Yeah. And I—unrelated, but super related—our pastor on Sunday was saying—he um, was talking about Paul, and he just said, like, even when we are not— in pursuit of restoration, He will restore us. Mm. Like, Paul was not in pursuit. He wasn't going like, Lord, save me, save me. No, no, no. Like, the Lord affronted him with salvation. Yeah. Yep. And kind of similarly, and just like this beautiful way that I think that, like, I hunger for to see yeah. that happening in lives of people I love, I love. And I got to see that this summer. And Amanda, that's like just the most beautiful, good, and true thing. I mean, there's nothing like that. yeah. There's yeah. Nothing so just like praise that. the Lord. I mean, I just think about like the angels rejoicing. Like that's mm-hmm. what we know, and like I think that's wonderful.
0: The angels and the humans. That's yeah. so wonderful. Speaking of seeking restoration and
1: getting to like watch the transformed life, like this person that I love is different.
0: That's so. It's that's amazing. It's
1: like Christ at work. Yeah. And like the Holy Spirit at work, and it's just mm-hmm. beautiful. Anyway, I love that.
0: Speaking of seeking restoration, I put therapists and medical professionals on that list. Yeah. Because I have been stunned from like, I'm talking like counselors and therapists, doctors, nurses, nurse practitioners, all manner of these people who are so gifted in something that's very specific mm-hmm. and then make their... Knowledge and their gifts available to others for the purpose of health and restoration mm. and for wholeness. I for wholeness, and there are a lot of people in my life. I know a lot of individuals in those categories, yeah. And lately, I have just been stunned at the goodness, mm. you know, and they don't all know Jesus, they don't all profess. To be Christians or religious in any way, but the goodness mm. of the help that they offer
1: they're, is still God's. They're imaging God, yeah, yeah. And
0: and I'm so grateful. Yeah, I'm so grateful because they have knowledge and giftings that not only do I not have, mm. <laughs> but like there are sometimes where you know where you're just like I don't even know where to start. With it, but in just to be able to seek and find help is a beautiful thing. And so that. I'm just so, I've been so, so thankful. And then that. I'm going to just fast forward right to a couple of records I've been listening to. Oh, let's go right <laughs> to it. Okay, you ready? Yeah. I've got two. One. Unbeknownst to you, you were listening to in my office a minute ago. Nathan Knuckles. Oh, his yeah. His new, I know you've listened to it, but it was in the background. I
1: didn't notice um, that.
0: Mm-hmm. He has a new instrumental record out, well, newish, called Everywhere the River Goes. The title is beautiful. The cover of the record is beautiful. And the music is so beautiful. And here's my true endorsement. I can listen to very few things when I'm working Mm. or reading or focusing. Mm. I cannot have words, and I can only have certain types of music. Yeah. It can't be too distracting. This one is perfect. Oh, done. And I am thrilled. I'm so thankful for Nathan's gift and that he shared it with us in this way. It's gorgeous. We'll put a link to it.
1: Amanda, I love about you that you call them records. They're records. Well, you guys, they are. They're albums. I know you weren't listening to a record in your office. They're albums. It was just your little Sonos
0: speaker. It's a hit record. (laughs) Um, The other one does have words. So there is a... Oh, what do you call it? A collaboration. So different artists, different bands, et cetera, songwriters getting together. And they do this project called Anchor Hymns. Okay. There's an EP that I've been listening to by them called Give Thanks. What does EP stand for? Extended play and long play, I think, or EP and LP. Okay. EP is essentially an album that has that is shorter than a standard length record. So like fewer than ten tracks. So it's usually like Three to six-ish tracks, something like that. This one, I think, has five. But it has people on it that I already loved, like The Mission House, Girls, Taylor Linhart and Jess Ray, Sandra McCracken, Jasmine from The New Respect. It's like, there's a handful of people on there that already knew, but then there are some that I did not know. Mm-hmm. There's just many different distinct voices singing hymns together, and there's a specific reason that I've been listening to it lately, because... My anxiety has been high mm. and I have found that listening for some reason this record calms me. Mm. And it's not like a lullaby, you know, yeah. it's it is beautiful, but it is just that like being washed with truth yeah. and the portable theology That's of hymns. Right. That's right. You know, yeah. we love we love a good hymn. And so I've just really, really been loving it. So we'll link to that as well.
1: Please do. Um, Okay. All right. Here's my last one. And I think it's a good wrapper-upper. It's interesting, Amanda. I mean, we all have seasons, and like, and you shared that you've been struggling with anxiety lately. Mm -hmm. And likewise, (laughs) I get that feeling. And I think that that just comes in seasons for various reasons: yes, external, internal circumstances, all the reasons. Yes. And so I struggled this summer for a little while. I'm just feeling really anxious at the end of the day. But I kept having such good days, like objectively, like good things were happening. Yeah, you're like on paper. This day. was yeah, great. and so I just kind of felt like the Lord was compelling me. And I'm not a journaler, like at all. I know that about you. I, yeah. I am a, just a big failure in the journaling department. Let's not say <laughs> I'm a failure, but you know what I mean? Like it's just not something that I've I've practiced. Right. But I felt like the Lord was like, hey, <laughs> start writing down some good stuff. Like that yeah. might this might help. Like your
0: gratitude journal. Yeah. And of. so
1: it was like, and then I didn't do it for like two weeks because I needed to find the right journal.
0: Oh, I, I understand that. And I was yeah.
1: like, well, it's not here yet. So I'll just have to wait. And then finally, <laughs> like one evening, I was just so overwhelmed. And I just like opened up my laptop, opened up Word. <laughs> yeah, Nice. Not even like Google Docs or anything, just like Word. And I was like, here's what's good and here's what's hard. And I like tracked back for the last maybe seven days and kind of tried to list like some things that were good on those days and some things that were hard on those days. And Amanda, do you want to know something fascinating?
0: Did you sleep better?
1: Probably. (laughs) I had an easier time remembering the good things and I had a harder time remembering the hard things. Interesting. Like, it was funny because the days that were more recent, I was like, well, I can tell you it was hard that day. But then, like, further back, I was like, I can't actually—I remember that that day was really hard, but I can't actually remember why. But I could identify, like, oh, but we had this good meal together as a family, and then Mm -hmm. we played cards, or like, whatever it was. I don't know. Maybe that's just, like, the way my brain works, and maybe that's very unique. But I— had trouble remembering the harder things. Yeah. But at the same time, so the exercise was interesting in that way, but also going forward to be able to like sit down, open my little word doc and not in a fancy journal and just go, That's right. what was good today and what was hard and just name it and like give it to the Lord yeah. and thank Him for it. I'm proud of
0: you for doing that because I think you were demonstrating the purpose of the exercise, which was not to produce something that was. Excellent. That was excellent and beautiful. And I, I have a, like a journal, a notebook in my hand, That's and I'm holding too. it up. where, you're where just, you got that. <laughs> I'll link to it later. Yeah. But you were doing it because you needed the practice yeah. to do it. Yeah. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. And also something that I have learned from the aforementioned professionals in the field mm-hmm. is that how much value there is... To naming and facing a, the things that are making you anxious and yeah. like looking right at them, so yeah. to speak, because the thing about anxiety is that it does ebb and flow yeah. and it will subside. Mm-hmm. It's the same, you know, it reminds me of like if I'm really anxious about something and I talk to someone about it, I feel better. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there's, you know, there's a lot at play there. Yeah. Spiritual, mental, physical, all of it. I mean it's um, what
1: we say about Bible reading. Like we, yeah. we talk about Bible reading isn't the goal. <laughs> It's an exercise. That's right. Because wellness and like wholeness with Christ and like knowing Him is the goal. Relationship. And so, like the 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 exercise itself was an exercise. Like the goal wasn't like have all this stuff written down in a pretty journal. Like I just needed the exercise toward just like remembering what was true and remembering like who is the giver of good things and who names all things as His. Yeah. Right. That's why I like beauty, goodness, and truth so
0: much. This Mm -hmm. this kind of exercise of that we do occasionally on the podcast. Because it reminds us that we are whole humans and all of us and all of life Mm -hmm. is worship and should be oriented to the Creator. And so there there are no things. Abraham Kuyper was right. He was right. (laughs) There are no things that are separate from Mm -hmm. God and His. There's nothing that He says that's out of my
1: hands. There's nothing that He says there's nothing I can do about that.
0: And we see that in scripture for sure.
1: Over and over. Um, That's right. All right, friends. Thank you for joining us for this. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. Amanda, great examples. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. But before we go, Amanda, I feel like we have something important to share with our friends. Oh,
0: just a tiny little thing called
1: Advent. Advent 2023. Oh, you guys, it's coming. It's coming. I know that it is September, but y'all, it is right around the corner. It's coming. Here's what you need to do.
0: Advent's a big deal to our community. It Hmm. is so special and so beautiful, and we're going to talk more about that in future episodes and kind of get you up to speed if you are new to Advent. But something that you're going to want to do, Mm -hmm. just trust us on this, is join our text club because our text clubbers will be the first ones to know when Advent is launched and ready for order, and you're going to get a special offer that is exclusive to the text club for Advent.
1: Okay, so here's the deal. If you're driving, don't do this, but (laughs) please remember to do it when it is a safe time to do this. If you're not driving, grab your phone. Um, you might be actually listening to us on your phone, so it's probably nearby, and I want you to pull up a new text message and send a text message to this phone number, one 979 3341 Just text the word TRUTH, and you will be a part of the She Roots Truth Text Club, and you will get that Text Club exclusive offer for Advent. That phone number one more time, because you probably were reaching for your phone still, is one 979-3341 and text the word truth T-R-U-T-H. And y'all, yeah, that's all I got for you.
0: Okay, friends, come back next week. We'll be right here. We cannot wait to see you then. Send us your beauty, goodness, and truths. Your beauty your beauty goodness and truths. Beauties,
1: goodnesses, <laughs> and truths.
0: Yes, do it, do it. Send it to <laughs> us at She Reach Truth on all the socials. We'll see you here next week. Until next week, Rachel Myers, what do we tell our friends? Y'all, keep opening your Bibles.